Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Alexa, who is Adam Ferrar? Adam Ferrara is an American actor and comedian known for playing the roles of Chief Needles Nelson on Rescue Me, Sergeant Frank Virelli opposite Edie Falco on Nurse Jackie, he was a co-host on the US version of Top Gear, and his current stand-up special is called, It's Scary In Here, it's available for you free on YouTube. Adam's new podcast is a big hit and available everywhere. Sounds like it could be funny. Sounds to me like 30 minutes you'll never get back. Hi, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. It is showtime, and we have another great show for you this week. My guest in the ADD interview is the editor of Motor Trend magazine. It's Johnny Lieberman. And we want to welcome everyone from our Talk To Me Tuesday family. That's our conversation we have every week, 9 o'clock Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. Go to my website, click the link, and join our conversation. And our superfan shout-out is for Ken. Say hi to Ken, everybody. Hi, Ken. All right, that's not Alex. Hey, Ken. All right, that's not Mark. Phil, can you say hi to Ken? Philip White Shoes Cock. I'm sorry, I should have used your full name. Philip White Shoes Cock, can you say hi to Ken? I got no time for this shit now. Okay, this is a bad time for Phil. It's actually a bad time for everybody. I'm the only one here. I'll tell you the story. Alex is officiating a wedding. Yes, we're going tomorrow. Heavy plans. Uh, so we will tell you all about that when she gets back. Mark just officiated a wedding. Yes, Tony Kornheiser's daughter got married. They asked Mark to do it, and he did it in a kilt. You're going to hear all about that story, too. Uh, Phil is at sea, and he officiated his son's wedding. Uh, I'm the only one that hasn't, and I have no plans to do so. So it's just me and you. And Ken, I don't want you to feel cheated that I'm the only one that uh, has said hello to you. Everyone cares about you very much, Ken, and I want to thank you for sending us the email. Honey, if they want to get all of us, where do they go? The Adam Ferrara at Gmail. Here's the email uh, Ken sent us. I think Captain Misery should be promoted to Major Misery. I agree with you, Ken. He has done an excellent job as Captain Misery, which warrants promotion. 
Question for you, Adam. In an old podcast, you recounted a trip to Rite Aid in which you tormented Captain Misery with adult diapers. Yes, I did. Uh, <laughs> it was actually episode 80 with Buzzy Cohen was our guest. And Buzzy Cohen is the Jeopardy champion. Um, I think he won 400 grand on the show and he wrote a book. And uh, that was the episode. It was episode number 80. And uh, it made me laugh, Ken. Um, and for those of you who didn't miss the episode, I pulled a clip and this really made me laugh. And Phil's between me and the people. I grabbed the biggest bundle of adult diapers I can. I turned to Phil and I just said, what size are you again? <laughs> and everybody turns their head. And who do they look at? Me. <laughs> I'm the one standing. No, it's him. What are you looking at? Just go get your sucrets. Go, go do what you got to do. He's yelling back at people, and he's hiding in the greeting card somewhere. I, I can't find him. I lost him. But I know there's, there's only one way out, so I stand by the door because he's got to come out that way. Right. And I'm standing there still holding the adult diapers, and now people are looking at me, and I just burst into tears. He starts crying. <laughs> crying? I started yeah, crying. Yeah, he throws on the acting switch and starts crying. <laughs> I was crying. And I, I, was... I told the people, you, you don't, he's an actor. You don't understand what he's doing. You don't know what he's doing. It's all an act. I'm standing there crying and apologizing. He's still holding the diapers. And he comes walking up. He's he's in a huff. He's just walking he's like this. He's in a huff. He's like, get out. Get out, get out. He's right out. <laughs> he runs out the door. I just turn around on the way out. And I go, think of the kids. <laughs> yeah, that's what you said. Think of the kids. <laughs> now I made my spouse cry and I hate children. <laughs> that's the perception. Yes. Oh, that's beautiful. And you have a leaky butt. <laughs> you have a leaky butt. Yeah, a leaky ass. <laughs> uh, that made me laugh, Ken. Thank you so much. And uh, next time I'm back at the Chicago Improv, I hope you come and see me. And I really enjoyed talking with Johnny Lieberman. He's uh, one of the automotive journalists I really I enjoy reading because he's a storyteller. Uh, and that comes up in the interview, as well as the Celestic. The Celestic is... Uh, Caddy's concept car that I asked him about. So we get a little car geeky in this, but uh, it's a lot of fun. And he also has a great story uh, about Top Gear, um, how he almost got Rutt's part. <laughs> he's, he's a really good dude. Uh, I enjoyed talking to him. And I really appreciate you guys coming back and listening to the show every week. And we will be back in full force as soon as we can. So you guys listen to this, and I will see you on the other side. enjoying yourself. That's what life is all about. And it's easy when you have the best bladder control protection. What size are you again? You're listening to the Adam Ferrara podcast. This is 30 minutes you'll never get back. Does this smell bad to you? Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. Which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. 
I got some stand updates for you. Yes, I do. November 25th through the 27th, I will be at the Tempe Improv in Tempe, Arizona. And just added New Year's Eve, I will be at the Sun Coast Casino in Las Vegas. New Year's in Vegas, baby. Come out and see me. There's a link for tickets in the show notes, or you can go to my website and click the link there. And as always, if you can make any of these dates, please come up after the show and let me shake your hand, because I want to thank you for all the love and support you've shown me and this podcast. And you know what's coming. You know. Go on. Get out of here. Pay attention when I'm talking to you, boy. ADHD. It's not just for kids. Nice boy, but doesn't listen to a word you say. Welcome to the ADD interview. It's not that you're not interesting, it's just that I can't focus. And my guest this week is... Oh, look, a bird! My guest this week is a storyteller and car guy extraordinaire. He's the editor of Motor Trend magazine. He ran Pike's Peak in the same car as a little fella named Tanner Faust. He studied comparative religion, and when his wife tells him to pick his battles, his response is, I choose war. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's my pal Johnny Lieberman. How are you, my friend? Hey, I'm doing good. I uh, I just got out of a two hour and forty five minute Zoom call, so now I'm back on Zoom. Perfect. That's good. Yeah, All right. And was it I'm for- warmed up? I'm warmed up. What was the uh, was the call about the uh, Celestic? Because that's that's my fascination. No, it was about we have a new program called uh, Motor Trends Performance Vehicle of the Year. Ah, and uh, we were figuring out. The winner. So I know what it is, but I'm not going to tell you. I understand. Okay. Fine. Well, I want to start at the beginning because uh, in doing a little research on you, we we, we got to cross paths a couple of times. We did a couple of shows together and I always enjoyed hanging out with you, but I never got a chance to ask you. And as I was doing this research, I was like, oh, that's same, same. I want to talk to him about you got into cars because of your dad. Yeah. Um, Yeah, it's true. I mean, my dad, my earliest memory, I think I have, or maybe my second earliest was he had a 280Z. Mm-hmm. And I grew up uh, on the other side of Malibu, so Thousand Oaks, not not the wealthy part. And um, but we he'd strap me into this 280Z when I was like two or three years old, and bomb me over like Decker Canyon and, and all those good Malibu Canyon roads uh-huh. back before there was anyone living there. And um, he had a I remember he had a Blaupunkt, um, uh tape deck with a microphone input, and right. he would record us. And he'd like ask me questions, you know, little two, three, four, five year old me. And it was great. I loved it. And and he just, you know, it was an interesting guy, but he loved cars. Mm-hmm. Didn't know, like, didn't read car magazines. He only read Consumer Reports because he thought Consumer Reports was honest and all the rest were not. Right. Um, but we just always talk about cars. And so then, you know, I just I had this knowledge base to work with. And he owned a lot. Of, he had like a, a Renault R8, which mm-hmm. was like a mid you know, performance sedan that he imported from, he was Canadian, but he brought it from Canada. And, uh, you know, he had like a a Triumph TR4 and TR6. So I just kind of, you know, and he just liked sports cars. So I grew up with that. And then when I was 10 or 11, I discovered like car and driver and automobile and road and track, never motor trend. It was terrible then. (laughs) Um, And it's true. And uh, so, yeah, so I just like, my dad kind of pushed me into cars. So Yeah, my dad, to spend time with my dad, he was always working on the car, so I have an understanding, but I can't wrench. Can you wrench? I, You know, no, not at all. I used to be able to. There was a time, my early 20s, when I thought, like, to be a man, yeah. uh, you had to know how to wrench. So I'd hang out with my wrenching friends, and I hated it. It was like everything was miserable. You're, you're filthy, uh, <laughs> you know, and, and uh, your, your fingers were bleeding. And, and we used to work on scouts. So everything was like much heavier than it needed to be. Bigger, real manly, but I'm not a real man. What can I tell you? <laughs> no, I, I always felt less than. That's why I always liked um, uh, Fast Lane Daily, especially Matt Farah, because he said I can't wrench, but I love cars. I went, oh, like right. I can get around of it. I can. I don't change my oil anymore because I'm not laying down on the ground anymore. But I used to change the oil. I can smack the solenoid to get the starter to kick over. I can gap a spark plug, but other than that, I can't. You know, I. Can't do much. Yeah, I used to know how to do all that stuff, and you know, you spray WD forty at a carburetor, and it would work. fire. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So I, you know, uh, if I had to learn, you know, sure, I could do it. I, I, I choose not to. Yeah, I. Well, I'm just the, the car prefers I don't. To be honest with yeah, you. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and you know, you can you can you can trade money for for, <laughs> for services. Yeah, to get it done yeah. right the first time, rather than me pulling the thing up on the sidewalk, laying in the street with my ghetto jack. Right. No, no, yeah, yeah, no yeah. filter so, wrench. So I'm stabbing it with a screwdriver and trying to spin it and have the oil run all over the place. 
Yeah, and then it turns out it turns out like you know usually if I'm with a car, I'm, with, I'm around other car people. They all know more. They'll 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 get it working. Let yeah. them figure it out. Yeah. What I was uh, fascinated about because we had the same thing with your with your, your dad, uh, your dad and my dad, um, is you study comparative religion. Well, uh, philosophy and comparative religion. Yeah, but it turns out uh, comparative religion is great for writing about cars, like Ford versus Chevy. Yeah. You know, it's- it's Protestants versus Catholics. It's a, it's the same thing. Yeah. It's just, you know, someone someone really likes one. So it did give me some insight. Like we're all working towards the same goal, just with different ways of doing it. So, yeah. yeah. Well, that's what I like about when I read your stuff is it's it's storytelling. You know, it's not just, you know, there's actually there's a I can see it. I can see the, the craft in it. And, I, and it makes it very enjoyable to get my information to get a laugh. That's nice to hear. Thank you. Yeah, I, I you know, I was I, I was a writer before I was a car writer, and mm-hmm. you know, th- this term they use is automotive journalist, and um, you know, I know actual journalists. I'm friends with them, and like they they went to school and they're they're you know they they studied journalism. Mm-hmm. I mean, anything but that. I I know things that I you know I that that I could get a lot of clicks with, yeah. but I, someone said, please don't ever repeat this, and and I don't. So I'm not a, a journalist. I'm a, I'm a car writer. I'm a storyteller. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, and I really see myself more as a, like a sports writer, um, you know, uh, the, 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 the Red Sox beat the Yankees five to three, you're right in the box score. Now make it interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Like I can get, look, the horsepower and the torque, it's the same number. You know, I, yeah. I, I don't need you for that. I need you to put something in context and tell me a story about it and why in your point of view, it's something I should consider. And I get that every time I read your stuff. Well, thank you. That's very, it's very nice to hear. Yeah. I also like the fact that, um, and I'm not going to put words in your mouth. I get the sense that because of the comparative religion stuff, you're not like a manufacturer, more of like the individual car or the product, which I'm kind of the same way. I say this all the time. Nobody believes me, but I don't care about brands. Mm -hmm. I'm all about the actual car itself. So, you know, I I used to get accused of being like, oh, you work for Mercedes. It's like, no, just at the time, Mercedes was making really good cars in that segment and BMW was on the decline. Right. So I was picking the AMG over the M and no one else was really doing that or not, not everybody. Um, You know, I'll give you a great example. I used to own a Ford Fiesta ST Mm -hmm. and when I bought it, Ford contacted one of my coworkers and said, is this true? Um, because, you know, according, according to us, Johnny hates Ford. And it's like, <laughs> no, Johnny hates the Ford Explorer because it sucked. That, right. that one sucked. Mm-hmm. At the time, Chevy made a better pickup, whatever it was, mm-hmm. you know. But I, I drove the Fiesta ST and I said, God damn, this is the best uh, performing little hot hatch mm-hmm. there is. So I went and bought one. And because I had no relationship with anybody at Ford because they, you know, they wrote down Johnny hates us. Um, you know, I didn't. I, there was no one I could call to tell them, like, "Hey, I'm going to go buy a Ford. Could you give me a discount or something?" I just went down and bought it, right. and they were shocked by it. But you know, I, I I tend to just buy the best car in the given segment. Like I, I you know, I'm looking at my my Alfa Romeo Giulia right now, and I bought it because it was our it was our car of the year. Yeah, uh, we put it in a nine way comparison against like the C class and the three series and the the the, the Audi A4 mm-hmm. and the Jag uh, X whatever xe and it was the best one so when i needed a car like that i bought it right yeah Crazy. yeah I, it's, it's the same thing every time like because of uh, top gear and stuff you always get you ford to chevy guy i said it's the car i mean a 68 390 fastback is just my youth you know that that's the bullet car you know but a 59 yeah, yeah, yeah. a 59 cat eye impala all right you know that that kind of stuff i'm not going to pick a manufacturer over a car i like yeah, and, and the only one I'm maybe like you know biased towards is like Lamborghini. Mm. Uh, don't know what it is. Love Lamborghinis. I've never met a Lamborghini I didn't love. Mm. Met lots of Ferraris I didn't love. But who cares at that point? You know, yeah. you, you know, like logic and 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 uh, you know, uh, 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 logic has gone out the window when you're talking about cars like that. It's just there's something about a Lamborghini. Yeah, it's it's, it's the connection and also the connection to a car. It, it's like my. We did an episode, uh, and I drove a 99 XJR with the supercharger, the Jag. Love the car. Can't have it because your second car is a tow truck. You know, yeah, 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 the yeah. electrical system's ticking. But I just loved when you connect with a car, had the wood wheel with the finger grips in the back, had the U-channel shifter. It was just had the superchargers power on demand. It was comfortable. I mean, some cars you just connect with and some cars you, you, you don't. Yeah, oh, absolutely. And so that's why I, I've never really been that into like brands you know mm. uh, 
I'm much more into the actual product and I, I think it's helped me in my career. And I, I you know, it's, a, I don't ever really explicitly state it in a comparison test, but I hope, I hope people are like, okay, this guy's going to say the best car wins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not that, yeah. Not that, oh, he's in the tank for Chevy or whatever. Yeah. And when you do a lot of different stuff, uh, you're allowed uh, to do that. Also, I mean, what do you look for in a car? Me, it's, I'll tell you for me, and I'm not a journalist, it's fun to drive. I want it's fun to drive and cool to look at. You know, it's like and yeah. everything else, like, like you said, when, when um, uh, BMW went through the bangle butt phase, I could do yeah. without it, you know? <laughs> um, yeah. And, and, you know, like I, I'm not a huge fan of like, let's say BMW design right now, but mm-hmm. you look at like I don't know, the little, not the new one, but the previous M2, I thought it was gorgeous. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, that M2 CS, you know, I would recommend that over almost anything. You know, mm-hmm. we, we did a comparison with that versus the, uh, the Porsche GT4 that came in GT4 and like, yeah, it came and probably would turn in a quicker lap, but like, Man, do we have more fun driving the BMW? Right. And then, then you know, you talk to a lot of people. They're like, "You, you hate BMWs. You're anti BMW." It's like, no, I just when it's a better product, it's a better product. Right. You know? Well, you have a you got a a, a Top Gear story that I, that I have to hear. I have many Top Gear stories, but I think I think I know the one you're talking about. Okay. Um, so yeah, I've weirdly been on the periphery of almost being involved with Top Gear USA. Mm-hmm. Going back to the 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 one before yours, remember when it was like Carol and yeah. Tanner? Yeah, I actually uh, got asked to write some jokes for Tanner mm-hmm. uh, when they were doing when they were doing the pilot. Uh, I don't know. I, I never saw the pilot. I don't know if they ever made it in there, but I did write some. Uh, but when they were casting for the one you were on, uh, you know, I was down the road a little bit, and then I remember one of the producers kind of like weirdly excited to tell me this he's like oh you're not gonna believe this we found somebody with your look but he's southern so we can bring in the nascar demographic and i'm like who and they're like oh, it's this guy rutledge you guys look alike and then it was like goodbye <laughs> uh, yeah and uh so anyways you know the, the floor is lava and all that yeah uh he's doing great but yeah. uh yeah and then and then I, I did audition for the one that has uh jethro and dax and all that and right well i did great and they're gonna give it to jethro so yeah anyhow what maybe one of these uh reboots i'll get it yeah we want a johnny lieberman type yeah yeah well you know we need we need, we need a fat guy with glasses and a beard <laughs> No, make make sure Southerners like him. We a little, little Jewy on the lever. <laughs> he can't drive after sundown. We're limited. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah, he's he's pulling guilt in a trailer. It's a Shonda. Yeah. And 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 probably honestly, the closest one I came to was the one I can't remember who the main guy was, but it was um, uh, Wookie. Uh, the, yeah, the one that the drag racer. Yeah, 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 yeah. That one. We got way down the road. And mm-hmm. actually, they actually, I had a contract and it was like good money, weirdly. Sure. You know, good money. And then Motor Trend like countered. And I was like, ah, all right, I'll stay here. And like, thank God I did. So good for you. Well, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And the other thing about, well, because now everything is, is, is entertainment, but you still don't want to sacrifice your credibility, you know, to be, yeah. you know, that, that's the other thing you have to consider because you worked hard. I mean, you started, how did well, the start happen? I remember Jalopnik mm-hmm. and Autoblog. Yeah, no, I started on the bottom. I, I was, uh, I mean, I've told this story uh, many ways, but basically I was 30 years old mm-hmm. uh, and I, I used to work in an art school and I, I did the website and I didn't like it at all. And it was easy, but it left me a lot of time to like do other stuff. So I was writing all kinds of other things. And, um, but I remember I, was, I turned 30 and I was sitting there and it was just one of those days. It, was, it happened to my birthday, but like I couldn't even figure out how to goof off. Like all the normal ways I goofed off. What, they weren't working. It was, like, it was like it was like when you know, like ah, this cocaine's not cutting it. You know, yeah. I need I need to amp it up. So it's one of those. And I remember just having this thought, like it's just like, hey, idiot, if you don't change your change right now, you're gonna turn forty. Another decade's gone, and you're gonna be having the same thought. So there was this website at the time called Truth About Cars, and it was this guy Robert Farrago. Hmm. It was just him. I, I don't think he had any other employees. And he was just writing car reviews, and I and I really, I really liked the way he did it. He was he was very contrarian, but it was also like it was like punchy writing, mm-hmm. short to the point. And it turned out like every every review was eight hundred words, so you really had to be efficient right. with your writing. And yet you know you had to, it was it was punching. And um, I just wrote him. I said, "Hey, would you ever have anybody else write for you?" And he goes, "Yeah, try and find a car, write a review." 
And uh, long story short, eventually uh, he said, hey, that's pretty good. I'm, I'm going to send you like a, a, a press car. You know, go for it. And I, I think I, I think I was making like five bucks a review <laughs> or something, something like, like shocking, you know, but I did it. And then, like, the third or fourth thing I wrote, it got reposted on Jalopnik. And then Davey Johnson, um, who sadly passed away a couple years ago. But Davey, he said, like, it was a true story. He's like, I met Johnny at a strip club called Jumbo's Clown Room, which is is where we did meet. And um, But what was funny was we were supposed to be in there watching the strippers. He was actually on a date with a friend of mine. And we just wound up outside uh, smoking and talking about punk rock and cars. And mm-hmm. just, he, the date didn't go well, but we... You know became kind of good buddies after this and um within a couple weeks i was writing for jalopnik and, and jalopnik was just like you know the velvet underground of, of car sites then uh it was like you know nobody read it but everybody who did is now uh, you know a professional car writer we right. had this weird outsized influence and um yeah i just from there i went to, to autoblog and then over 12 years ago motor train came knocking and said hey we like what you're up to would you you know, want to work for us, and it worked out, and I've I've been there ever since, and it's it's still pretty good. Yeah, so, I want I want to take you back to the moment when you were sitting there. That if you don't change that yeah, moment, yeah, yeah. what I want. First of all, you had the awareness that you had to do something, right? Yeah. Yes. Did what element motivated you? Was it were you motivated out of fear, or were you motivated out of excitement? I swear it was just like for the first time in my life, and I, it was the day I turned 30, and, you know, it, it's just one of those things, like, as a culture, we build up these arbitrary numbers, 30, 40, 50, you know, and, uh, like, you know, 30, I, God, I, I'd love to be 30 now, <laughs> um, but at the time, it was just like, you're going to be 40 one day, it's going to be another decade gone, it was just, it was just a job I'd had for probably, at that point, five years, and just, it was going nowhere, you know, uh, it, it just... And I know I wasn't taking it seriously. It was an art school. So, like, you know, they weren't looking at performance metrics or anything like they didn't care how crappy I was doing, you know, and, and it was it was it was super chill. Mm-hmm. But it was, I felt like every day I got there, I was wasting my life. But I didn't really I just it, it just all kind of came to a head uh, on 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 my 30th birthday. And it just like you had to do something. Also, like I just. I guess I spent a lot of time goofing off, but I, I couldn't even figure out a way to kill the time that was slipping away. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like every website I read was boring. Every person I would, you know, instant message with or whatever you did back, you know, 17 years ago, they were, they weren't there. And I just couldn't, I couldn't even waste my time that was being wasted, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. And I just knew something had to give. And I'd always been a very passionate writer and I'd always really been passionate about cars. And I was just able to somehow put the two and two together, you know, and, um, and, and, and I had five years of like, yeah, I wrote for Jalopnik and I wrote for Autoblog, but like, you know, no money. I mean, it was just, you know, I remember when I, when I asked my uh, wife to marry me, I said, you know, I'm thinking, cause I, I was kind of like part-time doing the car thing, still, you know, getting a paycheck from the art school. Mm-hmm. I, listen, I think I'm going to do this full time uh, before we asked her to marry me. Um, we're going to be really poor for a while is that okay with you and and she was always so poor she's like well to me we're rich right now so i don't care i'm used to having nothing right and and i had a couple years man i remember there was one year right when the the recession of like 2008 hit and i was like i was 300 bucks short of rent yeah just didn't have it you know and uh had to talk to whoever to get the money and that was that was financially speaking it was pretty low but then it did ramp up and you know Motor Trend's been pretty good to me, and I've, you know, I'm now doing some other stuff as well. But uh, yeah, there was like a five year period where it was it was rough. You know, it was just a rough thing. Yeah, one um, of the things we talk about on the show is to keep going, and that's what we have to do. So I'm going to ask you, how did you keep going? What what fueled you? <laughs> yeah, it was it was one of those things. You know, I, I, it's like you must have this with comedy, but the, mm-hmm. you, you hit a point where you're like, hey. I'm good at this. Yeah. Like I'm actually good at this. Yeah, but you're a comic, so you don't, you don't let it in. (laughs) So you have to get past that. Yeah. 
Well, it was like, it was, you know, I'd done a lot of things, um, you know, not, nothing very like, you know, worth, worth writing home about, but I was, I was in the art world before I was working at the university. Um, you know, I, I was involved with an art gallery. I'd done software. Um, I, I'd done, uh, kind of like teaching. I, I just did a bunch of stuff and I wasn't good at any, I could fake it really well. Right. But I, no, I wasn't, nobody's like, wow, do you remember that guy that taught us you know, uh, Word, uh, we took that software class. Guy taught us Microsoft Word better than anybody else, you know. Like, I never, you know, I wasn't I wasn't that good at it. And, and But I knew I was always a good writer, but I just never had, like, the right thing to write about, you know. And I just, I just felt like I had to keep going. I just felt like, you know, not only I didn't know what else to do, but also, like, I knew success was around the corner. I just had, I had a feeling, I don't know what it was, naivete, stubbornness. Uh, I don't know, but I, I just was like, okay, you know, I, I know something good's going to happen. And, and Angus at Motor Trend, you know, he, he read something I wrote and was like, Hey, you know, like this is, this is pretty good. And then, and then I was lucky too. Like when, right when I got to Motor Trend, um, we did, a, it, was, it was a Corvette Z06 and a Porsche 911 Turbo. Mm-hmm. It was my first edit meeting. And they're like, okay, this, we have this comparison coming up. Who's going to write it? And I, I said, me. And everyone's like, oh, for your first thing? I said, look, if I can't do that, then you guys know you made a big mistake and you can get rid of me. Right. And they're like, oh, okay. And then I, I did it. And I remember uh, a couple people, you know, they said, hey, like, you know, we didn't think much of them hiring you because, you know, you're coming from the internet and we're a print magazine. Back then there was a distinction. Sure. And like, but this is this is pretty good. This is well thought out and well written. And I was like, all right, woo. I'm here. I've arrived. And then I'm just not going to let go. And, um, and, and, you know, that's something else too. Like every, you know, when, when, when Farrago said, Hey, you can write for five bucks a post about cars, man, did I write and, yeah. and with Jalopnik, like, you know, I just wrote and I wrote an auto blog. I wrote and I wrote and I wrote, um, I've since gotten lazier and fatter and, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm aging and all that. Um, but I really, when I had, you know, if somebody gave me the opportunity, I just, did not let go. I just like, you know. Yeah. What I, I what just, I, when you had a feeling, that's the, there's, there's a difference between thought and feeling and, and, and the feeling's always harder to, to chase because you can't, it, you can't intellectualize it to bring yourself comfort. That's where the trust comes in. It's like loading up the yeah. suspension, Johnny. You know, it's like I can load up the suspension, but until it, the tires catch, it's all a trust exercise. I just, I just had, you know, it, it was one of those, you know, and again, it, it, you must have the same thing with a comedian. Like there's lots of great comedians mm-hmm. and if you look around and go, Hey, I can be funny. You know, I can, I can add, I can add to the conversation. And I just, I had this feeling inside of me that I had something to say about cars that was worth sharing with the world. Mm-hmm. My, for some reason I thought my opinion had value and I would read all, even people I love, they were great car writers. I'd be like, yeah, but I, I also think this. And and that's important. And I, I don't know where that came from. It's probably my mother telling me I was special, you know. Um, oh, I got that, too. <laughs> yeah, I, I just I don't know. I, I just I just had this feeling. And then, you know, I, it was one of those things like I, I was met just because of the way Jalopnik was. It was mm-hmm. met with kind of this critical success. We had no financial success. Right. I mean, it was, again, I think Jalopnik, I went from five dollars to twenty five dollars a post. Mm-hmm. Uh, and maybe Autoblog, it was like 100 a post and mm-hmm. 300 a review. I mean, it was, you know, if, if you worked all month, you could almost pay rent. <laughs> um, and, and But, but I, you know, so I, I never had the financial success, but I had this like critical success. And it was right. enough to keep me going uh, for whatever reason. And, um, yeah, and then just I, I, yeah, I, was, I just I, I didn't know it was going to be Angus. But like when mm-hmm. I was asked, I was like, good, this is what I've been working towards. This feels right, and 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 then you know I also for about a year I didn't say no if Motor Trend was like, well, somebody do this, you know, done, done, done. Mm-hmm. done. I really made myself. Uh, I feel at least you know I don't know you can ask them, but I feel I made myself almost invaluable. It's like, oh, we got this guy that in two seconds can turn around fifteen hundred words, and right. there's not a lot of typos, and he's 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 showing up and he's doing this and he's traveling and this and that. So I really I really did again take advantage of the opportunity yeah yeah you, you made the most out of what was offered to you which and 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 you felt a little bit of success let me ask you this how yeah. do you judge success now how is it different because i i know how i do it and i want to get your perspective 
Yeah, I mean, part of it is financial now. Honestly, yeah. You know, I've, I've, look, I've been doing this for almost 18 years and I've been a motor trend for over 12 years. So that that's part of it. But for me also, I would say, uh, is is the new opportunities. Mm-hmm. Um, so like after this, I'm, I'm going to have another Zoom meeting, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> which is a new opportunity. And, and you know, I've, I've been on um, a, a co-host on Spike's Car Radio now for, yeah. for a couple of years. And that, you know, that that wouldn't have happened uh, if, if I, you know, hadn't put in the time. You know what I mean? Like Spike wouldn't have, you know, he asked me to be a guest and he wouldn't have known who I was unless I had, you know, some level of success. And, um, you know, you know, so so I, I, I think that's kind of how I'm gauging it. And, you know, and I, so I, I, I think that I think that's how I do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, I, I still it's not as often as it should be, but every once in a while I can actually take time and really write something good. Um, and, uh, when I do that, I, it, it does tend to like, I get the odd email from like, Hey man, I've been reading car reviews a long time. What you had to say about driving that Countach. Yeah. It was the best thing I've ever read. So that, you know, that, that's also still part of it. And yeah. It, it, it's really hard. We're always on deadline with the web. You know, print is not, you know, it's just it, it, now our print is like our best of mm-hmm. stuff. It's like, you know, um, so you're just you're on the Internet's time, which is just immediate social media, even quicker. Um, but, you know, when, when you can sit down and, and and that that this particular story I'm talking about, like, I think I took and I had editors yelling at me for, for again and again, where is it? Where is it? But I think I took six months to write it because I I knew what it should be, but I, I just I needed the time to sit and and let it kind of percolate and ferment and all that um it's, it's a rare luxury to be able to do that so the, the fact that i guess i'm still able to do that means that i I'm, I'm, I'm at a good level of success yeah are you patient with yourself am i patient with myself what is that like you mean? said it took that time to do it in my head there's always the guy like get it done get it done got to deliver got to deliver rather than taking the time to be patient to allow it to percolate like you mentioned Honestly, honestly, like, uh, I have a kid mm-hmm. and, uh, like, you know, it's, it just, it eats up everything. I mean, I love him. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, like, I love him, know, but it's like, like a swarm of locusts. <laughs> just, they keep eating. Uh, yeah. It's just, they, they just take up time. I, I live, I live in my very tiny house in LA mm-hmm. where, there's no there's no way to get away. If the kid's in the house, no work's actually happening. Right. No, no deep creative writing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what I mean? And 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 I love the kid, but like it's it's tough. So no, I, I'm not I'm not that patient. And it's very rare I get to actually take the time. I drove this thing a uh, roof, um mm-hmm. uh the SCR. And I you know, I could have turned it around and been like, here's what it was like, but it was such a special experience and i said you know what i'm gonna back burner this one i'll turn it in when it's right because it doesn't really matter it's a million dollar car that takes nine years to get or whatever it is mm. yeah there's there's no one making a choice between that and a koenigsegg you know yeah you know what I, they're, they're buying both and mm-hmm. you know it's like, it's like this Countach story i got to drive the very last Countach. it's a museum car it was the last one off the line it lives in san agata it's always going to be the last one mm-hmm. so i had something i wanted to say and that's how I feel about this roof is I've been, you know, when I, that was my dream. One of my dream cars growing up was, you know, the roof yellow bird was like unbelievable. Like, oh, my how, how is this 911 the quickest, fastest car in the world? Mm-hmm. You know? So, I, you know, I remember it, it was about 35 years in the making to drive this roof. Like I've been fantasizing about what's it going to be like. And and it it beat my expectations. It was much better than I thought it would be. And so I, I really got to marinate on that and I got to really deliver. And so I, I took notes immediately. I got back to my hotel and I wrote down how it felt. And so I have, I have all that, but I got to frame it right. So I'm going to, I'm going to take time on that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, well, well, now that we're into cars, I, I, I want to do, I want to do some car stuff. If a guy's yeah. out there thinking of an electric, right? Okay. Yeah. Got somebody listening. I'm thinking of going electric. I know, okay. I know what I want and what my thoughts are i want to hear yours well i'm looking at my rivian uh r1t that i bought Mm -hmm. and uh boy you couldn't buy a better electric anything than that 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 is uh super ultra amazing fantastic uh 
you know, yesterday my buddy he goes, Hey, could you help me move? He bought a new house. Can mm-hmm. you help me move my guitars and my amps, right? In the gear tunnel, we fit three guitars in hard cases. Ha! Huh. Three guitars in hard cases. Like that's you know, in soft cases, we could have done four or five, you know, wow. easily. Um you know, it's 835 horsepower. I was I was driving around in sport mode yesterday. You know, it was just fantastic. I went off-roading the other week with a Defender 110. Mm-hmm. And not that you should do fast off-roading, but he couldn't keep up with me because huh. I had so much more traction. And the thing is so much better off-road than a really good Land Rover on – he was on KO2s. I was on the stock Pirellis right. uh, on this thing. You know, it's it's just – it's it's a, it's a hardware miracle. And then – um, they had a, they, you know, it's, they got really good software guys. So it had this Halloween mode mm-hmm. and, you know, the, on Friday night at, at midnight, this Halloween mode showed up, turns the inside of the truck orange. Who knew it had colored lights? Uh, the, the, it makes a bird noise when it locks. That was replaced with a hoot owl. Uh-huh. The, the little radar thing that shows people, they turned into green zombies. And I, I put a bunch of kids in the car and was driving around at one mile an hour on Halloween and they're looking at all the zombies and. You know, it, it's just awesome. So, yeah. So that's good. Um, there's this thing that the Kia EV6, right. which is a platform made of the Ionic 5 and the Genesis uh, GV60. Well, now there's a there's a EV6 GT, mm-hmm. which is insane. And it's like not a ton of money. And it makes 550 horsepower or 546 horsepower and more torque than that. And it's it's absolutely mental. It's, yeah. it's an incredible performance ev and it's practical um so that's that's really cool any of any of those korean evs are, are quite good um and if you're really rich you know lucid yeah lucid that's Garrett. a what 1100 horsepower there was one now it's only a thousand and fifty you know i was going to get it but it's only a thousand fifty now johnny yeah yeah but but if you wait about nine months there's the sapphire coming which will probably be 1400 horsepower mm. uh wider tires and all kinds of craziness but but the, the the it's called the Grand Touring Performance, so it's the Lucid Air Grand Touring Performance GTP for short, with a thousand and fifty horsepower, is hard to explain how good it is to drive. Mm. Yes, you can take advantage of a thousand horsepower. It it rocks in the canyons. The brakes work. The steering's really good. It is missing a V eight sound because it doesn't have a V eight, yeah. but it doesn't have any fake noise either. So. It just sounds like what it is. And um, a buddy of mine, he owns a um, McLaren 765 LT Spider, and he's got a Porsche uh, a GT3 Touring and uh, some other fun stuff. And I let him drive it up Angeles Crest, and he was just, like, blown away. And he kept turning to me. He's like, this could be my new daily. Like, <laughs> I-, I can't believe this thing. Yeah. And it's incredible. So lots of good EVs out there. Yeah, I, I, I'll tell you when I missed the theater – I mean, I, I I miss the theater of I need the smell. Like I got I got a seventy deuce and a quarter. So with pre cat, so you start that up, it smells like a dock fire. You know, you yeah. can. It, it, I miss the whole theater, the touch point, the communicating with the car. You know, you get you put it into gear. Oh, it she doesn't like that. There's no. There's just tremendous power, but we can't talk to each other yet. I always I always like it. Like who gave the gun to the baby? You know, you got all this power, but you can't communicate yet and i had ford sent me the uh the maki gt performance and uh right. so i had that and i played around with it a little bit put it on the, the i mean the settings like unbridled unbridled whatever balls yeah, in the yeah, back yeah. seat you know you push yeah, it yeah. and i have my drag license because i i ran a dragster at the great lake dragway and it's all a trans break you know you're like going bang you're shot and the edges go like the millennium falcon i got sicker in that gt performance than i did off the line of professional dragster yeah yeah, you know, that that particular one, so the, the key I was talking about is kind of a competitor for, mm-hmm. the, for the Mach-E GT. Not a fan of the Mach-E GT. The mm-hmm. regular Mach-E all-wheel drive, yeah. I think, actually is, is, like, kind of better to drive. It, I don't know. They just didn't, they didn't get the GT right. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, you, if you think that's quick, you should try the Rivian, you know. I know. It's, like, real horsepower. And uh, I like I liked the Porsche, the wagon, the Taycan wagon. Great car. Yeah, wow. Terrific car. Yeah, I ter- yeah. Terrific car. The GTS uh, Sport Turismo. Yeah. Uh, 
fantastic. A little pricey, gets a little pricey. A know? little. Uh, but but if you got the money, it's great, you know. But but, but what's cool about, you know, the, these Kias and Hyundais and stuff is, like, you don't need to have the money. The, the, the price is there, mm-hmm. you know. Great values and Chevy's got a bunch of cool stuff coming out. Cadillac's got a bunch of cool stuff. I wanted to ask out. you about the Lyric. Yeah, haven't driven it yet. I, I'm, you know, they they, they did a, they had a they had a launch of it, and we had it for some of our of the year testing. Um, I wasn't there sadly, and I didn't go on the launch, so I haven't driven it yet. There's a there's a delay right now, just because you know. Turns out, who knew the whole world's held together by one piece of string, <laughs> one chip for that bow to get retied. Um, so Cadillacs, they're, they're, it's not getting out to customers quite yet. It will, obviously. Um, I, I, you know, looks good. I hear it's pretty good. I, I haven't personally driven it, so I, I try not to comment too much on things I haven't driven. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, it looks like a legit uh, luxury electric SUV. Mm-hmm. As logical as you try and be with car buying, right? Yeah, it's such an emotional thing. It really is. Um, and, and then, and people though, you know, like I, I, the, you know, Adam, the number of people where they're like, what should I get? And I'll, I'll give them some really well thought out thing. And they're like, I bought a Prius because I'm worried about this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Toyota's reliable. Yeah. Like, oh, but, yeah. But why did you, yeah. It, it sucks to drive. Yeah. It's well, not fun. Mine is fun to drive and even it's appeal. And I want to get it. I drive a lot just to, to shut off. I'm doing just enough to keep the crazy part of my head busy where I can enjoy this, you know? Yeah. And it depends on the car I'm driving. Like, if I'm driving something where I can rev match in, there's no looking at the scenery. I'm taking corners, you know? Yeah, if yeah, yeah. if I'm doing something that's comfortable, I'm like, this is a beautiful day. I'm going up the PCH, and I'm just going to enjoy this ride, you know? It, so it depends on what I'm driving. And 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 little things, like, I remember I would listen to Autoblog all the time in the reviews, and the touch points of cars are pretty important to me. You know what I love on yeah. Chrysler products? The rocker switch, the volume control rocker switch Brilliant. under the steering wheel. Brilliant. Now, would you would you buy a car for that reason? No. No, but like, my God, is that the place to put it? Perfect. I'll rent yeah. one. Every time I rent one, I'm like, you yeah. know. No, it's one of those things, too. And then you get in all other cars and like. There's volume switches on the steering wheel, but they're they're everywhere. Yeah, the everywhere. thumb. I got it. I love this. This yeah. is brilliant. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, no, it's funny. What yeah. are you guys excited about? Because I'm gonna go back to being fun to drive. So yeah, I mean, the car that most recently blew my mind um, is is that new GR Corolla. Mm-hmm. Toyota Corolla. Really? And I think it's my next car. Um, it's it's 300 horsepower mm-hmm. out of a three cylinder. You know. Uh, it's it's manual only. Okay. It's got two locking diffs. It's got a it's got a center diff that is you turn the car on at sixty forty front rear. Mm-hmm. You can twist a knob and you can get it to fifty fifty or thirty forty. Oh, sorry, thirty seventy. So it's seventy percent of the power. So you can slide it around. Also. Yeah, but also just like lightens the steering up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, just like it 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 rocks. Like I'm, I'm so you know and it's. It, you look at Toyota, right? And so, you know, as business-wise, hey, they sell a lot of Camrys and Corollas. That's pretty good. They, but, they're know, actually turning a profit. Last quarter, they probably, turned a profit. Probably, but, but as an enthusiast, I'm kind of, oh, okay, they, yes, they make a Supra, but really it's a BMW. <laughs> they make a GR86. Really, it's a Subaru. <laughs> but this is all them. Yeah. And it's like, oh, my God, these guys are good. Unleash them on everything. I, you know, like, like this is fantastic. So that I'm really excited about spending more time with one. And and my the lease on my Alpha is up in like 11 months or whatever. And like, I think I think I'm, it's Corolla time for me, which I never thought I'd say in a million thousand hundred gabillion years. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I had a hint of it. They, they make this because it, it, it's a hatchback mm-hmm. and they make a Corolla hatchback. And we had one with a manual a couple of years ago. And I remember like, you know, this is this is kind of all right. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a little slow and pokey, and but like this thing, dude, three hundred horsepower. You know, like like a Super WRX is only two seventy four or whatever. Right. This is, and the Corolla is lighter. Yeah, or 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 the same, but it's just more power. Three cylinders are super torquey, uh, and it, it just rocks. Like mm-hmm. I was I was so not expecting it to be. I knew it'd be okay. 
you know, but I thought it'd be like, yeah, but, but it's like, nope, actually this thing rules. Yeah. And under 40 grand with a carbon fiber roof, you know, so it's like, uh, sign me up. You're checking the boxes. Okay, cool. Well, I, yeah. I can't thank you enough, Johnny. I, I, oh, I, I love oh, reading your you. stuff. I, uh, like I said, you're a storyteller and you're a car guy and you keep me coming oh, back. Thanks, Adam, man. Appreciate it. Best to you and your family, my friend. Be well. Thanks, man. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Hi there. I'm Johnny Lieberman, and that was 30 Minutes I'll Never Get Back. I want to thank Johnny for being my guest. I really, I really enjoyed talking to him, and uh, I was a little geeky because I enjoyed reading him. Um, so uh, it, w- it was a thrill for me. I hope you guys enjoyed it as well. And a pretty deep guy. You know, he studied comparative religion, and he, uh, he put that into the car world. You know, instead of Martin Luther just nailing up a list of grievances on the door, you, you leave it on the windshield. <laughs> but I like the fact that uh, my assumptions were correct, uh, and I share the same kind of uh, approach to cars where it's more the product than the brand his mom thinks he was special too so i'm sure he's digging out from that from his childhood uh and he got into uh cars from his dad like i did i I will tell you though uh, the 280z with the microphone in the tape deck that's a little unsettling italians don't like surveillance you know the car's wearing a wire i would not feel comfortable in that car but uh But I really enjoyed talking to Johnny. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. It was just me and you. I think you did an excellent job. I really do. I know if Stern and Alex were here, they would say congratulations. And Phil would, too. Who gives a shit? We're all going to hell. Okay, maybe I'm wrong. Uh, Like I said, we will be back at full force uh, as soon as we can. And uh, thank you guys for being here. We are all in this together, brothers and sisters. So please share the road. And remember that life is hard. So you take it easy on yourself. The pod has ended. Go in peace. He runs out the door. I just turn around on the way out and I go, think of the kids. (laughs) Yeah, that's what you said. Think of the kids. (laughs) Now I made my spouse cry and I hate children. I have no idea why he stays with you, Philip. The Angie's List You Know and Trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that.